am so glad you found my show because the game is about to change for you. Yes, and is the only mantra you need to amplify the quality of your life. And this podcast is going to show you how. We'll explore high vibe living, entrepreneurship, and how to build habits that last. All through the lens of an improviser. See, the improv mindset keeps you moving forward without a script. And all you have to do is let the words yes and illuminate the path. Okay, did we just become best friends? Well, you certainly found your new favorite podcast. Yes and with me, Judy Holler. Let's do this. This is a Soul Fire production. You're listening to episode 76. So last month in our private group, the House of And Fam, uh, there's a link to join us in the show notes. If you have no idea what the House of And Fam is, it's our community on Facebook. So in this in this group, in this private group, I asked you a question and I think it, I don't know, maybe it was like a month ago. OK, so we asked you a question. What would you do if there was nothing holding you back or getting in your way? finances, people, location, failure, if none of that was an obstacle, what would you do? And the comments that came in were incredible. So let me just read to you some of them. I got my paper here. I literally printed all of these responses. Here, here's what you said. Open up my own athleisure boutique and wellness studio. Build my dream house complete with a home office and studio that's away from the city noise, preferably on a river or a lake with sunset views. One day, quit my full-time job. Quit my corporate job. Open a coffee shop or a do-it-yourself dog wash business. Be a fashion personality promoting body positivity like Tan France or be a book editor, like a more put-together version of Elaine from Seidfeld, you know? Go back to school and be an archaeologist. I would talk to strangers and write their stories, constantly do random acts of kindness, and take daily naps outside in a cabana on the beach in Mexico. Travel all over, camp in random spots in a small RV, no tents, please. Hike, explore, nap, read lots and lots of books. Eat food in unique restaurants. Drive the coast, lay on the beach, take more naps, read more books. Fix mental illness, start a nonprofit, move to the beach, get better, live in the mountains, write a book, travel way more, start a nonprofit and help as many people in need as possible. Help women to be better leaders on a daily basis. Scrapbook more. Create a curated shop targeting mothers living a more natural lifestyle. Offer classes to moms for all things like breastfeeding, car seat installation, cloth diapering, all the scary baby stuff. Travel, eat, cook, learn how to prepare foods from all over the world, then teach people how to do the same here in the States. Live in a place anywhere for one to two years just to see what it's like and not to be a tourist. Travel everywhere. Find my passion. Quit my job that provides a great salary and benefits to do something more uplifting. Become a yoga instructor volunteer more. I want a big house in the country with room for the grandkids and maybe I'll foster teenage boys. I want a pool, horses, chickens, and pigs in a big garden. 
I want to open a bed and breakfast in Colorado, completely rebuild my house and backyard, or live in Paris for a year. You guys, these are a few of the comments that came in when we asked you, what would you do? If there was nothing holding you back, nothing getting in your way, things like finances, people and location and failure. And oh my God, I have goosebumps. So it 100% inspired today's episode. We have to talk about this. Okay, let me read for you one of my favorite Les Brown quotes of all time. He writes, the graveyard. The graveyard is the richest place on earth because it is here that you will find all the hopes and and dreams that were never fulfilled, the books that were never written, the songs that were never sung, the inventions that were never shared, the cures that were never discovered, all because someone was too afraid to take the first step. Keep with the problem or determined to carry out their dream. Oh, that's a big one. And I think the most important line in that entire Les Brown quote is this part. All because someone was too afraid to take the first step. Notice, Les didn't say all of the steps. Notice, Les didn't say build a strategic business plan. Notice, Les did not say that you need thousands of dollars in your bank account. All Les reminds us of here is that we are usually too afraid to even take the first step. Listen, if someone I follow on Instagram or Facebook a decade ago asked me, The same question, the question, what would you do if nothing was holding you back or getting in your way of what you desire to do? What would you do? I would have written, speak for a living. That's that's what I would have written. At the time, that dream felt impossible because I was single. I uh, didn't have a, a ton of money in the bank. I had never started a business before. I had a limiting belief and a negative soundtrack running through my mind that I wasn't smart enough to start a business. I mean, what would I do without health insurance? Uh, by the way, isn't starting a business something other people do? Isn't, isn't speaking on stage and writing books stuff other people do? And what if it didn't work? What if what if I embarrassed myself? And what if I publicly failed and, and, and ended up never working again? Yo, I've been there. And the only way I got to where I am right now is by simply taking the first step and then the next step and then the next step and then the next step. You know, I liken this to open a door, opening a door, right? So in the house of, and that's, that's, the brand and the and the and the company and the mindset and the community we're working on building. Think of Yes and the name of this podcast as a, a house, right? Okay, so yes is the doormat, right? You got to say yes to get in the game. You got to step on the doormat to even put yourself in front of the door. But and is the door, and is the door. And when you are brave enough to open it, 
you open the door to possibility. Opening the door, saying and is the next step. And once you do that, you keep opening doors. So I took all those big, scary dreams and goals of mine, and I broke them down into what I call the minimum viable momentum builder. And we talk a lot about this in the Vibe and Thrive Mindset Masterclass that I teach every January, by the way, get on my list. There's a link in the show notes. So you can join us next time we open up Reg, which will probably be right after Thanksgiving. It is a certified vibe, but we talk about boulder generating activities. So think about it this way. I love analogies. Okay. Think about a lake. If you throw a bunch of pebbles into the lake, sure, it's going to make little ripples all over the water. Ooh, pretty ripples all over the water. It'll look beautiful, right? But Yo, if you throw a boulder into the lake, it is going to cause a big splash. And that big splash, big waves, that big splash is momentum. And those are the activities and the decisions you want to be making and chasing in order to bring anything you desire, my friend, to life. So if you spend all your time chasing around pebbles, baby you're going to remain overwhelmed and stressed out and exhausted. And you're never going to make any of those dreams. All those dreams I just read from the comments of our Facebook page. So many kick-ass business ideas, by the way. Like I cried reading them. But if you spend all your time chasing around pebbles, you're not going to get very far. But if you can focus on the boulders, right, you will begin to take action. You'll start making waves. You'll create some momentum in your life. And guess what will happen? You'll start to turn all of those beautiful dreams of yours, which, oh, by the way, you deserve and you're worthy of and can be a reality. You'll start turning them all into just that reality. We love to turn dreams into goals and goals into reality with big boulders. Okay, so before I go on and give you a vibe check here, and this is gonna be juicy, okay? It is important for you to know something. When I started my business, I did not have a ton of money in the bank. I did not have a spouse that I could lean on, right? I wasn't married. I did not have um, health insurance lined up because I was married, right? I had never built a business before or run a business or hired anyone. I had never been a professional speaker or an author in any capacity, right? I freaking appointed myself. So before you start thinking, okay, easy for her to say, I want you to know, I have walked this walk and I have been there. I am living fucking proof that you can come from nothing (laughs) and turn your dreams into reality as long as you are willing to take the first step. Not all the steps, but the first brave step. So today we're going to go there. Oh my God, I am so excited about this. And if you are ready, maybe you heard your dream as I read that, because you, all of you who left those comments, I know you are a part of the house of and I know you are the yes and fam. I know you are out there fear bossing it up. Maybe you heard me read your dream. Maybe you have a dream that you haven't been brave enough to speak out loud. Maybe it's sitting inside of you, keeping you awake at night because you just don't believe that it's possible. I'm 
going to help you keep listening. I'm going to help you turn those dreams that are keeping you up at night into a reality by giving you ideas to start throwing boulders in the water, baby. Okay, we're going to stop our super high vibe content right now because I want to talk about you and your awesome podcast reviews. Every single review means the world to us. So every time you leave a review on iTunes, I want to reward you for that. Plus they're like, legit. One of my favorite things to read every single week. And yo, it's me reading them and me picking the review of the week. And this week is no exception. I pulled this review and just wait for it. Wait for her name. Malls, Balls, Biggie Smalls. Malls, Balls, Biggie Smalls or Malls, Balls, Biggie Smalls. I think her name's probably Molly, but I love this. She writes, you've arrived. This is the podcast. She goes on to say, my gateway to this amazing podcast was actually Judy's book, Fear is My Homeboy. And I didn't want that book to end and was so psyched to discover, yes, and the podcast so I can continue to be inspired by Judy's perspective on life each and every week. I'm also a vibe and thriver and Judy's planner and masterclass were a game changer for me in terms of making progress on my goals, reaching my goal weight, starting a side hustle and landing my dream job <gasps> to name a few. Oh my gosh, malls, balls, spiggy, smalls. <laughs> that is so hard to say. Let me try one more time. I got to give you respect here. Malls, balls, biggie, smalls. Oh, I love that so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And do me a favor. Send me a DM on Instagram or email me at hello at judyholler.com to claim your prize. And if you want to be our next listener of the week and get a surprise from me to you, all you got to do is leave a review on iTunes. It's that easy. Okay. So one of the things we learn in the improv theater, because, you know, you know, we got to talk about improv real quick, right? So one of the things that we learn in improv is that on a stage, in a scene, uh, in a rehearsal, it is never about the best thing. It is about the next thing, which is a story about momentum. Listen, we get so hung up on things being perfect or being the smartest and the brightest and the prettiest and the richest and all this stuff and the best, right? And the most put together that we end up doing nothing. Listen, anyone you follow or anyone you know that is doing what you dream or desire to do yourself is only doing it because they took the first step. The only difference between them and you is that one of you has decided to move. Even if it isn't perfect, even if you could fail, even if you are afraid. And this is how they got to where they are today. And actually, actually, turn up your volume for this. Make sure you really hear me, really hear me on this one. If you can fail, that is how you know you are doing it right. Because if you can't, you're playing it way too safe. And if you are afraid, <laughs> congratulations, my friend, you are on the right path. 
There is no such thing as a secret to success. There is only movement and a healthy relationship with failure. This is why we talk about celebrating failure so much in the yes and and the house of and community, because if we cannot redefine and get comfortable with our relationship to failure, we will continue to bury our dreams. We will continue to make the graveyard the richest place on the planet. We will continue to miss out. We will continue to live a life with resentment and regret. Most of us don't start because it feels so overwhelming. Like, how do I know which boulder to pick up? Which lake should I freaking throw the boulder in, by the way? And am I even strong enough to pick up this boulder? It feels so heavy. How will I throw it in the first place? So how about this? Let's workshop. Let's dig in to a couple of the dreams that were listed in the comment section on our Facebook group page in the House of And. And I want to share with you some momentum generating actions, some boulders each person could take so that these dreams don't end up in the graveyard. Okay. Oh, and disclaimer, uh, before I go any further, I'm going to give you a bunch of advice and ideas to get you thinking about taking the first step and what that may look like. But first steps require you to find the space, right? You must find a space to make your dreams a reality. This is why I have a process like morning rituals and daily habits and the morning vibe checks are so important in the vibe and thrive planner and goal focused community because you need to carve out space and create rituals that will give you space to take the first step. And the way you do that is by building a ritual, either in the morning or the evening or over lunch. But it's all about scheduling time to work on your dreams and your goals. So all of the advice I'm about to give you, all the next steps I'm going to suggest can go right into your Vibe and Thrive Planner or any goal-focused planning process or any system you've already built that you're using to uh, track your daily habits and your, your to-do lists and all that stuff, right? The point is that you want to be scheduling time to make your dreams a reality inch by inch, hour by hour, day by day, by day, because this is how we actually make things happen. And P.S., you aren't married to any ritual you create. Did you know that? Like you can change it at any time because you are the boss, baby. You are the CEO of you and we're improvisers. So we're flexible and we freestyle as life changes, we change. But if you don't make the space to dream, to work on your goals and your priorities, they will never become a reality. Okay. Let's look at the, the comment that came up the most that I hear all the time. Uh, I want to quit my full-time job. I love this one. And we're going to do three of them, by the way. So we're going to go through three of these. I'm going to give you next steps and momentum shifters and, and, and boulder builders and all that good stuff. So you can sort of say, okay, quit my job feels so big. How would I actually make this a reality? And I love this one so much because so many of you wrote this down, like dozens of you and I've been there. I wanted to quit my full-time job so I could live my dream of speaking and writing professionally. And I've done it. So let's talk about a minimum viable momentum builder, the things you could do, the next steps you could take if you are listening to this and you want to quit your full-time job right now. Okay. So this year I made a choice to stop being codependent with alcohol and start making more conscious, high vibe, 
brave choices about how I get loose. And I'm currently like 150-ish days into an alcohol-free year. And what started as a dry January challenge has evolved into a pretty dope lifestyle change. One of the things that has helped me transition to an alcohol-free lifestyle is finding high-vibe, conscious, alcohol-free beverages and companies that align with my personal values and who also believe in destigmatizing sobriety. If you too are on this journey, look no further. Groovy is a game changer. Groovy is a Denver-based line of alcohol-free craft beers, wines, and bubblies that were created to help you be healthy and stay social one drink at a time. And you guys, the rosé is everything and their IPAs are legit. I love Groovy so much because they see a world where everyone can feel comfortable regardless of what's in their cup. They believe health is your wealth and the beverage you consume shouldn't compromise that. Can I get a hell yes on that one? Listen, after just one sip, you'll see that Groovy proves that you can enjoy a tasty, healthy cocktail or brew while living in the moment, alcohol-free. And guess what? Groovy is part of the Yes And family and giving us discounts. So make sure you use promo code YESAND10. That's YESAND10 to get 10% off your order. And know that every time you shop using our promo code, you're also supporting this podcast and the team it makes to produce it for you. All the links to Groovy are in the show notes. So check them out, will you? And use YESAND10 to catch that alcohol-free vibe. Number one, set a goal. That's an immediate action step that you can take. When do you want to quit your full-time job? This is important because you can't just be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna quit my job tomorrow. I'm ready. I, I, I feel like a vibe. I'm ready. Let's go. Judy said, let's do it. That's not what I'm suggesting. You need to be able to pay your bills and you gotta live. And let me tell you something. It is so much easier to build your dream and make your side hustle a reality when you got money coming in. So it set a goal, right? Maybe it's a year from now. Maybe it's two years from now. Maybe it's six months from now. Maybe it's next month. You know, I don't know what your situation is, but set a goal. That is the immediate next step you can take if you have a dream of quitting your job to chase something else. When do you want to have it done by? For example, I started my LLC, right? Uh, my company name. I got an LLC and started blogging and built a website, all that stuff while I had my full-time job back in 2013. But I did not quit my job until April of 2016. And my last paycheck was ironically and very awesomely the week of July 4th, Independence Day, baby, freedom, right? July 4th, 2016. That was like the last week I got a, a, a paycheck. So, and I, it gives me goosebumps, like talk about independence and divine timing and freedom, the whole thing. So for me, it took about three years. It was a slow build. And I'm not saying it needs to take you three years, but maybe your minimum viable momentum builder is just aligning your goal to a date. Okay. So step one, when do you want to quit? Then put that date everywhere. Yo, like talk about it, vibe about it, put vibe it out, put it in your um, office on post-it notes everywhere, put it in your full-length mirror, in your bathroom mirror, write it in Sharpie on your bathroom mirror, make it a part of your I am power statements. Each morning, I am a blank, I am a blank, I am a blank, right? I am a yoga instructor, I am running a coffee shop, I am traveling the world, I am running a farm, I am an author, I am a speaker, right? So 
speak it, um, put that date everywhere, talk about it. Let's go. Right. So number one, when do you want to quit? Number two, start saving money. Like, now, I knew that in order to quit in April of 2016, I needed a certain amount of money in the bank to have peace of mind and to be able to live as I built my speaking business. So I estimated my monthly expenses, kind of worked back backwards from there. And I knew if I could get like three to six months of income in the bank, then I could make this happen. So it was highly motivating. Uh, and when I had to skip happy hours or didn't go shopping or missed a vacation and didn't buy as many clothes or whatever it may be, I didn't feel bad about it because I knew where that money was going. I scrimped and saved in order to pay myself first so I can invest in my dream. I would say, I think I had like Ten to $15,000 in the bank when I quit my job to start my business, which isn't a ton of money. Uh, so that kind of leads me to a, another next step you could take. So you've got a date, you know when you want to quit. You're starting, okay, now that you've got that date, you're going to work backwards and you're starting to save money. Like how much do I need to live? How much do I need to put away to be able to live for three, six, 12 months while I chase this dream and build my business? Um, idea number three, a next step you can take, because maybe you've set a date. Maybe you already are saving money or have the money in the bank? Well, the next step you need to take is to start side hustling. Like, and that means start doing the thing you want to be doing. And one of the things that made it easier for me to quit my job and put that money in the bank was that while I had my full-time job, I started side hustling without permission, by the way. And despite my fear, I started doing the thing that I wanted to be doing. So I was speaking for free for a lot of years. <laughs> I also started charging for my services. Eventually, uh, I would use my vacation days and my weekends and my nights to speak. I would make, you know, 500 bucks a year, 1500 bucks a year, $3,500 here. Right. And every time I spoke at events, I drum up referrals. And in the business, we call it spin business. And that's literally uh, how I built my speaking business. There's an old adage in the industry, the speaking industry, that when you speak, you speak. So start doing the thing you want to be doing and be brave enough to charge for it. You need practice. You need clients. You need testimonials. And you have to start putting yourself out there. So go do the thing you want to be doing full time while you're working full time, because it'll help you uh, get testimonials and photos and experience while also paving the foundation for financial success, right? It's a lot easier to build your dream and speak for free and do all the stuff you need to do for free in order to build your business while you have money coming in. So do it for as long as you can. And I think there's nothing wrong with that. So final tip here, if you are wanting to quit your job, set a date, save money, start doing the thing you seek to be doing, right? Start side hustling, get it going, put yourself out there, do it for free, do it for money, but start doing it. Uh, the fourth thing, maybe you've done all those things. The fourth thing would then be get a coach right? Uh, by the way, I'm having my very first ever speaking coach, Jane Atkinson on the podcast soon. So stay tuned. I'm going to ask her all the things. So if you are someone who's like, I want to do what you do. I want to speak. I want to write. Awesome. We're going to talk about it. And the world has changed so much since I started my speaking business uh, with the virtual world and the digital world and events and COVID. So we're going to talk about all the things. Seriously, getting a coach is an incredible minimum viable momentum builder to be taking because if you are entering a business, you've never been in before, it's going to save you so much time to hire someone who's done it. Hire someone who's launched speakers, who knows the speaking business or knows the writing business or knows the coaching business or knows the apparel business or knows 
the yoga industry. Work with a coach that can help you shave off time to help you get to where you want to go a little bit faster. And yes, coaches cost money. So this is why it's not step one, but you could use by the way, some of that side hustling money, which is what I did, I think I spent $10,000 to work with Jane, right? And I saved up for that. I was able to make like three small payments, which was so helpful. But you could use some of that side hustling money and some of that income you have from your full-time job to invest in the future you that you want to be. You don't need to wait for for permission to do this, go appoint yourself. So whether you want to start an apparel line, write a book, speak on stages, sell candles, open a coffee shop, start a dog washing business, or create the next Spanx baby, it's important to have someone in your corner. So invest in a mastermind, a coach, conferences, books, online courses. I did all of it. I still do all of it. And I was doing it even before I had the money, right? And when I was really broke, I would read as much as I could. There is so much information for the cost of a book. There's so much free information on YouTube and social media. So do the work, become a student, right? Will this work? Yeah. Only though, if you are willing to work. So there are four steps. Like if you want to quit your job, decide on a date, start saving money, begin doing what you seek to do and get support, right? Four next steps you could take right now to make it happen. So let's look at another one. Uh, How about become a book book editor. I loved this one because I'm in the world of books and editing. And okay, let's, let's talk about some next steps you could, you could take here. So this dream, this awesome dream doesn't end up in the freaking graveyard. Number one, a next step you could take, start reaching out to people, you know, or authors, you know, or follow and ask to offer your editing services for free. Remember, I spoke for free anywhere and everywhere I could for years to get seen, to get street cred and to get experience and testimonials. So ask. And let me tell you, as someone who writes every day for a living, I'm always in need of good editors and eyes on my work. So reach out, reach out to people and start saying, hi, I'm an editor. I see you have a newsletter or I see you write. I'd love to edit your work for free. I'm such a fan of your work. And, uh, in trade for whatever, come up with something creative, or maybe not even in trade, just be of service. And that's how you put yourself out there and get noticed. So that's number one. Number two, start talking about it. That's an immediate next step you could take. I mean, how can I help you get what you want if you don't tell me what it is that you want, right? And this is where so many of us stop. We don't say what it is that we do or what it is that we wish and desire to be doing. Now, this doesn't mean that you talk about it every five seconds on social but you have to talk about it. You have to build a plan. You have to tell stories and remind people what it is that you do and who it is that you are and what it is that you want, right? So talk about it. Reach out to people and offer your services for free. Number three, this is an awesome one. An immediate next step you could take. This is a big boulder you can throw in the water. Ask for help. And I'll pair that with conduct market research. I remember when I was starting my business, I, one of the first things I did, um, cause I had just quit and I was like having all this anxiety. I was like, Oh my God, I really am doing this. Holy shit. So I wrote down a list of people I respected and adored, uh, people I had made business relationships with over the years, uh, that could help me when I launched my speaking business and I legit made 
personal phone calls. I'd say, Hey, here's what I'm doing. Here's what I'm up to. I just left my job. I'm starting this business. Here's what I speak about. Do you have any clients? Do you know anyone that's looking for speakers? If you do, will you keep me in mind? I legit picked up the phone and dialed for dollars. Uh, and I also used the email. I would email like 40, 50 emails a week to potential associations and clients and meeting planners every week, sharing my services with them and, and asking them to keep me in mind, right? So you got to go old school, right? You got to work your Rolodex. You got to get creative. And if a door won't open, you got to jump through the window, baby, right? So who do you know that could help you? Put a request out on LinkedIn. Who do you know that could need some editing help? Put a request on your Instagram stories, share an Instagram post, right? Put together a really fun, swaggy PDF of what makes you cool and different and awesome as an editor and then share it and post it and send it and work it last. Market research. Um, I think this is important too, because this is a great next step someone could take, right? In any line of work that you're trying to go get in. Um, I would make a couple of phone calls every week, specifically at the beginning. Remember, I wanted to go be a speaker. I had gotten to meet over the years, a lot of different speakers and I conducted in interviews. I would set up interviews. I would email them, tell them what I was doing and that I'd love to get, give them three agenda points and say, I'd love to get 20 minutes on the phone with you to ask you these three questions um, and get to know you a little bit more. And every single one of them said yes, by the way, um, because I was also smart. I did not ask them for an hour of time. I wasn't vague. I didn't say, let's go to coffee. Can I pick your brain? I was like, hi, my name's Judy. I really respect your work. Here's how we met. My dream is to become a speaker. I've just quit my job to start that business. Here's the three questions I'd love to ask you. Do you have 20 minutes, 15 minutes for a phone call? Boom. If they couldn't get on the phone, they'd respond to my email answering the questions. If they could get on the phone, great. I'd take notes. But I asked them questions like, what did you do when at the beginning? Like when you left your job to speak, what did you do? And then I took notes. What did you wish you knew, right? What would you have done differently? What went great? What didn't go great? Uh, maybe there was someone I was hoping they'd connect me with. Like, so I'd get off the phone call and say, Hey, uh, do you know any other speakers that would be interested in spending 10 minutes with me on the phone? So those are the kind of questions I was asking. So ask for help and conduct market research. So whether you want to be an editor, a yoga instructor, uh, or really open up that doggy spa, you can reach out to people you know right now and ask to do it for free, right? To get some street cred. You can start talking about it. You can ask for help and you most certainly can start conducting market research. Okay, let's talk about the last one. I love this one. Travel way more. I think so many of us want this after everything we've just been through. And this is a great one because now we're getting back to life and masks are coming off and people are moving around again, which is so amazing. So I love this one. And travel is so good <laughs> for the mind, the body, and the soul. And honestly, I write it into my Vibe and Thrive Planner. I make it one of my Thrive 365 goals where you write down uh, things you want to do in the year, right? What, is, what do I want to get done in the next 12 months? I always schedule. And if you can't schedule one, two, do one. But I schedule two solo trips a year, non-negotiable to be with myself for myself. And usually over the past years, I've been lucky enough to be able to do this like around my keynote speaking engagement. So if I'm somewhere really cool, like say I travel uh, to an event in Palm Springs, dude, if I'm going to Palm Springs, I'll talk to my hubby and I'll stay an extra day or two to, to do some writing and some thinking and some reading, whatever that may be. Uh, these days, I'm having to actually schedule them because keynote schedules have been different, but 
now that's all starting to pick back up, which is so exciting. But again, you know, I really want you to think about scheduling time for yourself. And for me, um, some of my most breakthrough moments in business have have sort of happened every time I'm alone on the road. So let's talk about how you can travel more. So many of you want to do that. So remember, according to Les's quote, we don't want your vibey shit to end up in the graveyard, right? We don't want these dreams to end up in the grave. So it's all about taking the first step, not all the steps. So number one, if you want to travel more, step one, schedule a trip. Literally put some dates in your calendar and decide where the fuck you want to go. And if you need to collaborate with a spouse, a partner, kids and family and other people on that said trip, um, put in your calendar that on Saturday, I'm going to sit down with my spouse, my partner, our family or yourself and decide where you want to go and when you want to do it. I mean, that right there is a step, a next step, a momentum builder, right? I do this all the time where I'm like, oh, on Saturday, I've got to get Scott. Like we, we've got to sit down and plan our anniversary trip. That's step one. That's the next step. And then the step after that is to schedule it, right? Put it on our calendar and even better step two: book the flights, right? Book the flights, which is so good for your mental health. Uh, and if you can't book them right now, uh, save the money to book the flights by X date. So step one could be to uh, get a date in your calendar to talk with your family or your spouse uh, or your partner about what it is that you want to do and where it is that you want to go. Then put the dates in your calendar and then book the flights and then save some money so you can have fun on your trip and then start thinking about your itinerary. And once a week, maybe for an hour, start thinking about what you're going to do and what restaurants are in the area, making reservations. Is there a spa, right? So you can take these big dreams and put them into really small, manageable next steps. Again, we're looking for the minimum viable momentum builder. We want the boulders, baby. We want the next step and on and on and on it goes. Listen, if you are listening to this right now and you want to quit your job, if you want to become a yoga instructor, if you want to travel more, if you want to start a business, if you want to live in the mountains and write a book or renovate your house, first, you have to believe that you are worthy of that dream, that you are capable of that dream and that you are ready for your dream to become a reality. Because if you don't believe, it's all for nothing. So believe that you can do it. Start taking action. And then my beautiful friend, sit back and receive the gifts you've earned. Believe, move, receive. It works every time. We don't want the graveyard to be the richest place on earth. And the way you stop that from happening, the way you make your dreams a reality is being brave enough to take the first step. Not all the steps, the first step. Okay, I hope you loved this episode as much as I loved making it for you. So tell me, what was your biggest aha moment? Like what dream are you going to decide you are ready for and worthy of, right? Talk to me on Instagram, send me a DM and let me know what you think about this episode and what you're gonna do, what minimum viable momentum builder you plan to take. I wanna cheer you on and I love seeing your posts. So keep them coming and leave me a voicemail. We have a voicemail service. You can talk to me. Uh, 
I have Ask Judy shows every month and you can click the link in the show notes to be featured and have your question played right on the air with me in our monthly Ask Judy shows. Or you can always send an email to me at hello at judyholler.com to share your questions, show ideas, feedback and inspo. As always, thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for reviewing uh, on iTunes. My goodness. Until next week, keep following the yes and take that first step, baby. Let's go.